0: Hey, and welcome back to That's Myrony Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Myronic, and I am so excited to have my next guest, Susan Johnson, who is the founder of New Media Film Festival. And what's really fun about this is that I actually, I for the first time, I really have never met this wonderful woman. I already know. I have this like, oh my God, I just want to become friends with her. So... Listen, and thank you. Like, I know, I feel this like energy with you that I was like, I feel like I already know you. So here we are. <laughs> well, before we dive in, I'm going to share a little bit about you because your background is fascinating to me. So, besides right. being the founder of New Media Film Festival, so. It says that you were plucked from college to immerse yourself into major motion picture filming, hired by the illustrious Sherry Lansing, former president of Paramount Pictures, and you also continued your education privately at NYU with Dov Simons presiding. He's amazing. He's amazing. Go Google him. I did, I actually did. So I'm super excited to find out about all these illustrious people that you were connected to. Um, And then Susan is also the founder, director and CEO of the award-winning New Media Film Festival now in its 12th successful year. The festival is a global catalyst for story and technology that honors stories worth telling from all ages, all cultures and all media. So again, Susan, thank you so much for being here with me today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Well, I always like to tell the listeners how I bring my guests on because it's always connected to myrony. <laughs> so, again, the definition for myrony are the crazy coincidences that happen in life that we can't explain. And it's also another word for sign synchronicity. However, I have a new definition where it's synchronicity in motion. We may see that coincidence, there are no coincidences, but we may see that synchronicity or sign. And then there's an action we can take. And that's what happened because I have no idea how we connected on LinkedIn. It was actually, you sent a request to me, but you have such a huge following that I have no idea how you would even have sent a request to me.
1: <laughs> I can tell you. So LinkedIn makes suggestions. So in that, and that, and I actually, I know it sounds weird, but I choose, like I look at it and go, you know, does this resonate? Are we a right fit? because if i connected with someone that wasn't a right fit then i'm kind of wasting their time
0: you know oh i love that because that's what i do too hey? so you actually <laughs> you actually killed me oh my God. Oh my God. well what was so funny is that really and okay so i like to say myronistic events happened the same day that you invited me to link in And where I actually was given, um, uh, I I was notified about TED Global application. So I actually applied to TED Global to share about Myrony. So, you know, crossing fingers that that happens. I was in an event where totally randomly another person I knew was in this event that's up in Canada. And I was like, wow, there's so many amazing ironies going on. And then I see you and then I look you up and I was like, oh my goodness I'm like that's happening and then I see we had a mutual connection of Ernest White the second. And, and we just spoke on a panel together that's why so he is like a really good friend of mine and so I'm going to give a little shout out to Ernest I actually interviewed him <laughs> I interviewed him on episode 16 he has an incredible uh series, travel series called Fly Brother and um I I So as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness, what is the, my, what is the myronic connection of why, you know, I'm going to reach out to reach out to you. So I don't know when I first messaged you, you're like, well, this sounds interesting. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I did follow back and go, can you just explain a little? And then you did. And I was like, oh yeah, this is great.
0: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, again, I'm just so honored uh, to have you on today and to really find out how you created this film festival. But I want to go first back to um, I know that one of the things that you say it's actually in your in your LinkedIn, and if you don't mind me reading a little bit about it, because I think it's just such a great bio. But you say you've been on your own since you were 16. Sometimes life throws you a curveball so hard it knocks the breath from you. Get up, brush yourself off and do something positive. I continue to do so.
1: Well, thank you for saying that because that was the moment when I just wanted to be real with people because I think sometimes, and I mean, I'm always real with people, but I meant real with people. And, and like you saw what I was saying. What I was saying is I have done all these amazing things and I'm really proud of those things. Mm -hmm. And you may look and go, whoa, her life is perfect. And this, it is by far from that, you know, the flames, the hoops, the, the situations that I have either experienced, endured, or had to get out of, you know, are real. And, um, you know, a major one was at 16. And so it's like, you know, if I can do it, then you can do it.
0: And I believe believe
1: in yourself, you got to pick yourself up. You got to go. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like it's like a Mack truck hits you metaphorically, and you go, (laughs) "Ouch." You know what's really funny? All
0: right. You know what's really funny is I used to say that because I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia at 18 years old, and it was on a I was on a medical pamphlet that literally said if a Mack if you feel like a Mack truck hit you in the morning, and I was like kind of exactly how you feel. But I I recognize that Mac truck feeling because even though I had actually incredible parents, um I lost both my parents. Mm-hmm. And, Sorry. and thank you. And you know, but I don't even know what I would have done if I didn't have that support of love with my parents because of all the insane things that was going to happen in my 20s and 30s, even into my but, 40s. But,
1: you know, let's validate that you're blessed, right? Oh, beyond. Great, kind, supporting parents. I love both my parents. Both my parents have passed. Um, that Both have given me great experiences. One was more supportive than the other, but it, 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 it it was not the idyllic family Mm. situation at all. Um, And honestly, the opposite of yours, but it gave me so many skills um, that I think are helpful to survive.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I, have you ever read, um, have you ever heard of Dr. Brian Weiss? Mm, I don't know the book he wrote a book called many lives many masters he was actually on Oprah and
1: yeah I, I didn't read that one I I actually go to I so I'm a bit different I go meet the masters so I've met the Dalai Lama I've met Thich Nhat Hanh, I've oh. met a guy who who feels he, he actually looks like him but he feels he is the reincarnation of Edgar Casey. um you know, I've been I've uh, Yogi Baba Rampray in India. I I got a call to go visit him, and I went. Okay, <laughs> not knowing I shouldn't have traveled alone um, to this part of this remote part of. I went to Kumela. So anybody who knows Kumela is going. Wow, pretty pretty brave. She traveled alone, but I was fine. I was blessed. You know, and there were journeys along the way. So so those books are great. Um I personally enjoy um uh, experiences and energy um because collectively that raises the vibration. Um but I do think books are good and I love books. Um and I've read a lot of them and I'm still continuing to read them. Um but something like that um I want to meet the master. I used to go to ICM conferences. I don't know if you know them. I don't know if they're in existence anymore, but people like Lynn McTaggart and Deepak Chopra would come down and speak. And then people would have different modalities at there at the expo. Oh, and I was like wow. a kid two, Yeah, it was like, it was like lay down in these, you know, bowls that were situated in a certain way. And then they, you know, they were, they were doing sound healing. And then one of my favorite ones was they did a blood test for your free radicals. And, you know, you look inside the microscope. I'm a little science geek. And um, so I look inside the microscope and there's all my little blood cells. And one ran by and it had what looked like a mohawk. so I said to her, I said, what's up with the mohawk? And she said, that's a free radical. I, go, I don't have a lot of them. I only saw one. And she goes, she goes, do you walk barefoot? A lot. And I says, well, generally every day I walk to my mailbox to pick up my mail with no shoes on. And, and that helped remove the, who knew, but that's why I didn't have a lot of Mohawks.
0: (laughs) Oh my. Okay. Now I know, like, I actually squealed while you were saying what you were saying, because like, now I know why we connected. Like, holy geez. I love what you have. I mean, it's, it's almost like, when you when you go through so much it's almost like you really have to burn yourself to the ashes to then be able to to rise to understand oh, Phoenix you know Rising.
1: yes that yeah. dragon had that dragon has gone up in flame several times and then like i said you just pick yourself up brush it off and go i mean for me um i go back to joy i go back to beauty um and and that's where I find a safe space when I come out of something that isn't good. Like, and beauty could just be, you know, snow falling on a tree or a flower in the grass, or you know, maybe it's a memory, like a you know, a memory, like a favorite book or something like that. So 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 that's where I go back to. That's mm-hmm. my that's my root, that's my safe place. And everybody has joy, like whatever that joy was, even if it was finding water on a very hot day and drinking it and going, oh, I have water. Yay. You know, that's joy. So you got to find it. But when you you find it, that's a great place to start when the phoenix needs to rise again.
0: Well, and also I've learned, so my story is really kind of crazy, even though this is about you, but just so you hear a little bit more on my background is all of this. about us, by the way, not about me, but okay. Yes, it's about us. And again, I am just <laughs> so excited. Like I'm ecstatic to now know you because I really truly just feel now after hearing what you've said already. But um, my story started 16 years ago and my dad became terminally ill very quickly. And I was born and married in the same hospital, but I was actually engaged in the same hospital. Born, engaged and married in the same hospital because my dad was in hospice. And, um, and then... I and I got engaged and it. it's a funny it's a funny story I don't want to go too much into it but all these signs showed up I, like first wedding dress I tried on was a dress of my dreams shoes were last pair of my size even the day before it was torrential downpour and the reception was going to be in the courtyard of this hospital and um and it, and this was in New Jersey I'm I'm, I'm from New Jersey originally love and,
1: Jersey I love Jersey I call it Jersey <laughs>
0: it was like torrential downpour and everybody's like what are you going to do because my dad was in too much pain um he couldn't be moved and they were like what the reception is going to be in the cafeteria of the hospital <laughs> you know and that's when I actually said if there truly is a god he will not take this away from my dad and I actually at this time was a total universe girl I had changed my way of speaking um because of religion and actually what I'm trying to do with this podcast and this this cute little word of myrony because this is how i represent god as winky uh with god is love with an awesome sense of humor not that there's meant to be any judgment or pain or anything It, it, it is it's looking at it from this just greater perspective and the next day i literally witnessed a mini miracle because there was not a drop of rain not a cloud in the sky uh, no humidity which is unheard of on August 22nd you know you know summertime after a rain like that on the East Coast. mid-70s it was a California day that happened in New Jersey once in history probably.
1: <laughs> no, that's exciting.
0: Good but for you. It was exciting until a year later my husband left me for oh. another woman who actually uh, actually was married. And like, I mean, it was like a whole Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston triangle. Let's just put it that way. Even down to the point that like she got pregnant like a year later. I mean, I, I tried to kill myself and because oh. I also owned this restaurant with him. So I was never That's able tough. to escape. But then I was able to tap into my dad's energy and I discovered I have, you know, bad ability. And that higher level of understanding was what really truly saved me like looking from you know like not this this base point but then the irony, the the biggest irony is that my friend who took my wedding pictures the day before she was moving um to texas she actually gave me this book many lives many masters by dr brian oh Lace. okay and and then how did that help how did that book help you it literally saved my life.
1: Oh, I would, I, I
0: absolutely would not. So it's, it's become my mission to share this other way. And it's it's connected to past life regression therapy. He's like, he was one of the like leaders in this from the scientific because he was actually a very well-respected or he is, well, he's retired, but very well-respected psychiatrist who risked his entire career. And I, and, you know, it was just, I read this book and I was just like, oh my goodness, if there's one way that I would really truly connect to, this is it. And then he wrote five other books um, in addition, but there's one really powerful one that I I find, um, it's called Through Time Into Healing, where that's like diving into people's demons. And so one of the most powerful things though is, is that it says that the children choose their parents to learn whatever lesson or be part of. So that way we can never necessarily, we're, we're always the ones, our higher selves choose what we go through in life, whether, you know, and it doesn't mean when people go through horrible situations that that's what they deserve. That's not what it means at all. It's just whether or not people are going to be able to overcome whatever it is that was their issue, you know, like come together. But when we can look from this greater soul perspective, it's never meant to be um, painful and hurtful and, and, you know, all the the horrible things that go on. It's just that people are at different levels of awareness. People are at different frequencies, as you were saying, energetically. And for whatever reason, those of us that want to try to get to those higher levels of understanding, we have to go through the pain because otherwise we'll never, we won't ever understand it through the ugly is how we see the beauty. And it sounds like you really.
1: Well, so yes and no, right? Cause everybody's different and everybody's going to be at their level. They may want to ascend or not. Um, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of oh, yeah. like your career, right? You may like where you are and not want that more responsibility and that more managerial. So I do agree with a lot of the principles that you just stated. I I don't feel 100% alignment, and that's what's gorgeous about being human, right, is that um, we are all different, and that there may be similarities or not, there may be um, alignment or not. I mean, look at the political state of the USA right now, it seems to be screaming at the top of its lungs. Um, it would be nice to have a dialogue versus screaming, but that's where we are now. And so based on what you just said, you know, that's how the the principles of that situation, hopefully we can collectively get to a place where we're not screaming anymore at Mm -hmm. the top of our lungs in complete anger. Um, and understand that there's a longer goal that benefits everyone. And how do we collectively do our part? right? Um, Whatever that part is. And each person has to choose out what that part is. You know, look at all the charities in the world, whether it's, you know, water or oceans or, you know, animals or children or cancer Mm -hmm. or whatever, they're all viable, right? Um, So I just wanted to say, yes, I agree with you on a lot of the things, but not all of them. And I think that's important and that's safe. For people to choose what they want out of whatever you and I are saying, because it's clearly a- applicable to our lives, right?
0: Absolutely. It it is, it's what resonates with you. Actually, what I'm trying to also do is bring, you know, we we can have all these different opinions. Do can we really do we really want to think that? I mean, I say God because there was an experience that I had, at a very spiritual experience five years ago. And you and I can maybe talk about that, you know, deeper level because we're gonna we're gonna dive into you in just a moment. But I I I'm wanted not about that.
1: <laughs> you know, it's, it's so I'm I'm delighted you had a God moment. Um, I I just feel God's with us all the time and that we are part of God. Mm-hmm. And some people don't believe in God, mm-hmm. and I have to say that's okay because that's their choice, right? Exactly. I feel, I feel they may be missing out, but they may look at me and go. Well, you're missing out
0: you know i just you know what i'm trying to do with my is just maybe bring a greater awareness of showing these literally um stories that you cannot explain you cannot explain how it can all be connected if it was not from maybe a higher a higher power perspective but if people don't want to connect to that, just connect to the crazy stories. You know, that's totally cool too. I just want i just want to create a new form of content for social media where people share their myronies in addition to their selfies. <laughs> there you go, there you go. So, you know, that, that's, but uh, I know we will maybe be having you back as a guest again, but I, I know we'll dive deeper into the spiritual you and I for sure. But let's go back to how you created this incredible film festival because it sounds like you were the tutelage of, um, uh, oh geez, I forgot his name, Do, Dove? Dove? Dove I, Siemens, Siemens. okay, sorry. I totally pronounced his name I, wrong in the first place. So
1: Dove I Siemens. could be pronouncing his name wrong. I have no idea. Um, so, so Dove created a course at NYU, which was part of their ancillary program. So I actually went to Rhode Island College and then um, I took the ancillary course with NYU. Now, and where are you other...
0: from originally?
1: So originally I'm from Rhode Island. Oh, yeah, Rhode and Island. the and the only reason why I chose Rhode Island College is because I wanted three majors. Don't ask me why. And it was the only school or university that had all three majors. Wow. And one wow. of them specifically was guitar. And the challenge was, and this is disappointing, and and my my teacher I found extremely boring like extremely painfully boring and so the reason for going to that that school totally evaporated because every other university had the other two and so yeah but that's okay because that's where I was supposed to be at that time I could drive there in 20 minutes get a parking ticket because they had the weirdest park here don't park there, kind of like California you know, what time is it? What day of the week is it? It's like, I don't know. I'm trying to get to my class. <laughs> so um, so that's where I was supposed to be. And there you have it. So I was supposed to be with Dove and I sat in the front of the class and I just wanted to absorb. I was this little sponge. And there was this, 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 this guy next to me who wrote every word Dove was saying down. And I went, oh boy, because I knew... What Dove was saying was a dearth of experience and information, and he was planting seeds, and you had to let those seeds just get planted. Because then as you live your life, what you heard would go, oh, you'd come up and you'd play match game. Come to find out. He tells me this story every time I run into him. Is um Spike Lee was in the same class as me, but Spike chose the back of the class. Oh my
0: god, that's so funny.
1: I mean i don't remember him because i literally my goal was there to be a sponge go sit in the class sponge 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 um but i guess um oh was it quentin tarantino so anyways dub's whole thing is go out and make a film these are the things you need to know from before you even think of it to after you're done with it and spike made his first film and i made my first film liked did did a much better career in the filmmaking and yay for him. Um, but, you know, my 35 millimeter, I chose 35 millimeter versus HD because uh, it was a film and I wanted it to be a film, but it won awards and it got distribution when shorts weren't getting distribution and, oh, wow. you know, um, uh, uh spider-man 3 production team asked for it because apparently we were one of the few uh 35 millimeter films in in film noir um they said i couldn't take credit for it but it, we both knew it's an honor wow. look at it you want a copy take a cut co- you want 35 millimeter like take the print um you know it's when you slice and dice someone else's intellectual property and then take it as your own. That's where I have issues. Mm-hmm. But when, you when you are human enough to say, Hey, we really like what you're doing. Can we use it for this? Or can we work together? I love you. I applaud you. It's, it's the other part of the business where all of a sudden I'll see something and I'll go, yeah, they're on my newsletter list. And now all of a sudden they're claiming that thing that I just announced we're doing, no, you know, go get your own idea. There's plenty of them out there, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's it. I just, um, wow. I've always been curious and I just took the information and I ran with it. But again, it's a testament to him as a teacher. It's a, mm-hmm. It's a testament to me actually liking school and learning. Not everybody does. So what I would say for them is Find what you do love and go learn a little more in that area, like the magnet schools and the charter schools and, um, you know, what is it? The the ribbon from the ceiling, you know, go take a class in this, you know, dancing from the silk. Oh, yes, yes. You know, that's still learning.
0: Yeah. It
1: doesn't have to be algebra. It doesn't have to be, although I did like algorithms, it (laughs) doesn't have to be algorithms, you know. Like I said, I was so bored in my guitar class and he was the only teacher
0: I couldn't switch out. So. Wow. Well, good thing your teacher was so boring that you were able to, you know, find, I mean. That's how I
1: ended up with Sherry Lansing is because I was a theater major, dance minor. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, I had, I mean, I'm blessed that I've had some of the most, fascinating teachers. Dr. Pacozzi was um, retiring soon. And I didn't know that. So I've got, you know, I've got this, this man who wants to, you know, wrap up his legacy. And, you know, he found me amusing, which is awesome. And like, he would say, what do you think you should get on, on your grade? And I go, A++. plus' <laughs> <laughs> an ask, right? Um, you know, you know. He, yeah, he was fantastic. I mean, I mean the metamorphosis I did in that class you know to be able to to be you know a really good to great talent is fascinating um, even my dance class I had I had this amazing teacher um who owned her own studio and you know was pretty much at the height of her um her career, you know, I had insecurities and I didn't like looking in the mirror and I didn't understand why you were supposed to. Um, and I didn't get through that and didn't understand that till later. So I'm not as, I'm a good dancer, but I'm clearly not as good as I could be. But here we go to Rhode Island College where my Roni got me there based on guitar that didn't work. But being a dance uh, dance minor, theater major, at Rhode Island College, and the timing of school ties from Paramount being filmed in Lowell, Mass., and they were looking for someone who could dance, who could look like they were from the 50s, which my body type is definitely the 50s, um, to go audition. And I auditioned for Sylvia Fay, who was a legend at her time. And but because of my training at Rhode Island College, right, mm-hmm. I literally went to. Um, And remember, in Rhode Island, you can drive from one end of the state to the other in 45 minutes.
0: I used to love going to, what's that beautiful, the Breakers? Is that beautiful? Oh, yeah, that's
1: Newport. That's South. So, so, So what I did for the audition is Sylvia's face said, when can you get here? And I go, I think in less than two hours, I'm on my way. So I literally left my house, went to the Navy Surplus store, which also had sort of Um, vintage stuff Uh I literally I literally bought a 50s outfit like a little skirt a little you know sweater with a V on it had some (laughs) tennis (laughs) shoes on you know and I drove because that was my training Uh go as be as you are so I drive all the way up and I'm standing in front of Sylvia Faye and she gets a phone call and she's looking at me and she's listening to some agent pitch their person and she said nope I've already got what I need in front of me I'll get back to you if she doesn't test. And so she goes so she has some guy come take me and says, go here. And so I go there and they ask me to do a scene. Now I'm in front of a full, I'm in front of a full movie set. Right. Wow. There's people there. I don't know who they are. So I do what I, I do what I was directed to do. Oh my gosh. That's important because I have a casting director side. And people, when they audition, don't realize that when someone gives them a note, it's actually usually because we like you and we want to see if you take direction. Most people get defensive and we can't hire you. So anyways, I took direction, which is awesome. And then goodies co-springing, you volley back. So Sherry said to me, why the outfit? And I said, because I'm going to a soccer. See? And so, and so it was like, like so she knew she knew i had the training and so they gave it was an under five role uh i still have credit i still get residuals They're not very large because my role was so small but we still love them and you know and it was an amazing experience i was on set uh, working with brendan fraser um working with um the guys from oh my gosh that amazing glory that amazing film i was working with the cinematography they were great the, the cinematographers from the movie Glory. Um, yeah, and that was my first film. That was my first film.
0: That's My so, first film. That is hired so Hired by Sherry cool.
1: Like, so there's a time when you ask yourself, when do you consider you're a professional? When do you consider yourself legit? That was it. I had done a lot of work because I've been in the business since the first Great Gatsby. I met Robert Redford uh, on the set of the first Great Gatsby as a little girl. So I've been around a long time up to this point, but I feel that that movie was really my vetted. I'm official. Yeah. I'm
0: professional. No yeah. way. Okay. So you met Robert Redford on the first Great Gatsby. Fil- how,
1: did. Th- how did that happen? <laughs> well, I was a kid, so he was just a guy, <laughs> but he was, um, you know, he was beautiful. He, he had, he had almost like, so, so I was sitting on the grassy knoll of the mansion with the other kids. Right. Um, cause I'm, I, my dad was dealing with the antique cars. So that's what oh. someone told me. I don't remember that. Someone so
0: yeah. That. So how I'm just, I just want to go back just a little bit. So you, were you a child actor? or
1: no. you, My you dad were... just took me to work with him because my parents were divorced.
0: Okay. And you're okay. So he was working with the antique cars. And yeah. so you were there. Oh, wow. yeah, so, I was hanging, yeah, so I was just hanging out with the other kids. And then all of a
1: sudden, like um, I'm obviously energy sensitive. And so all of a sudden I I just felt something over there. And so I I, I mean I remember this vividly. I don't remember everything vividly. And I remember turning like this, and there was this just beautiful man just sort of sauntering in and the light was behind him so it looked like he was glowing and he had this big smile and he just you know he just said hi to us and then he talked Aww. to us for a little bit and he went on his very little way then Aww. of course people come up to you and you go do you know who that was and I'm like, no. i did that with saul gans i met saul gans saul gans sat down next to me at a conference once and he was this lovely man so i started a conversation You know, and we had a nice conversation and then he left and then people came up to me, go, do you know who that was? And I go, no, the English patient, right? He had just finished the English patient. Ah. And I go, "So, so I actually am more excited that I met these people not knowing who they were. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some people in the business that would go, how could you not know who that is? And they would actually probably think I'm an idiot. And I'm going, because that's not, my brain is lines and dots in a direction that's up here, right? So I'm creating things that don't exist, which is through New Media Film Festival, you know, creating, um, you know, how do people... uh, so you need to be broadcast at a certain time for Emmys. So I figured out how to do that and offer that, right?
0: Wow. So,
1: yeah, which is, I think it's a wow um, for those that don't know how to do it, right? And, and we don't do anything other than we distribute you because that's how we broadcast you and we give you a very fair deal. Um, so, you know, everything's in alignment, so to speak. So, so I love, and I've met a lot of famous people in that situation. Joe Frazier was my favorite, um, because my dad was repping him. And he said, he called me babe, or pumpkin. And he goes, babe, (laughs) he goes, go meet Joe. And I go, okay. And I mean, I was a kid. And I go into one of those wardrobe trailers. Now, Joe is a world famous boxer. And so he's big. And here's little, little me in a trailer with Hi, Joe.
0: And I, get out of and I
1: go, dad, dad, couldn't you have come in with me? He's a boxer. Like, just think, oh, my dad took me to meet Joe Namath, the football player. He doesn't tell me I'm meeting Joe. He doesn't tell me he's taking me to football camp. So I dress up in a cute little dress. Do you know what it's like being the only girl on a football camp in a pretty little dress?
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah,
1: so I have fun stories, but... I love them, you know, that's oh. how my dad loved me. My dad loved me by taking me with him. That's, so that's what I
0: got. That's amazing. But so, okay, so he doesn't just do antique cars. Is he like, was he? So he's a, in that
1: era, it was called Jack of all trade. Oh. Master of none was the saying. but I actually think, I really think he was, you know, brilliant on the edge of, you know, being out there in the ethers. Um yes. Like he supposedly, I mean, he told me this, he created, um, he created some sort of design that, um, Madonna used in a show. Uh, he was working with Howard McCrary when Howard was with Diana Ross. So I'm not saying he created the bra, but he maybe said to someone, how about this? Oh, wow. You know, again, these are recollections and stories from my upbringing, um, there may be someone who actually designed that bra, and will be screaming right now. I'm, I'm, I'm not holding on to it. I'm just telling you, I'm sharing stories right, with you in right. the trenches,
0: you know. Well, then you said, I just want to go back again because it said you were on your own at 16.
1: Yes. So um, I don't want to get into that right now. I'm, her, I'm not, I'm not in a good space to talk about that. I understand. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. I've lost three friends. Uh, during COVID, uh my family has split into what I'm calling Trumpers and, and Bideners. Um we know don't, I'm, we, we I'm, can, in flight, I'm in fight or flight mode. Uh and I know it's my responsibility as the founder director of a global corporation to keep the peace. Yeah, understand. So I understand. I am not in a good place to talk about that. I Under, understand There's that, and I <laughs> absolutely,
0: absolutely respect that. But I just, I just want to have the listeners. It's like you know, you you hear. I mean, just even though we don't need to know the story behind it, but to be on your own at sixteen, and then to have you know, and the 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 the, the concept of irony is that you, I love how you said you, you connect the dots. You know, in the ethers, because I actually—that's actually one of the things you'll hear as a continual theme throughout this podcast—is connect the dots, or as I like to say, fo- uh, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs.
1: We all have it. We, we all have. Do. The do. We do. That's exactly it. it.
0: I actually—I um, tell people, I uh, my first episode is called "Discover Myrnie and in Your Inner Superpower," and that inner superpower is awareness. It's just being more keen to seeing how things are kind of laying, playing out and just recognizing that if you truly stay, if you stay true to your heart and your soul, I truly believe we're guided. You know, we're given this guidance, our whether we want to say our higher selves or, you know, God, you know, divineness, whatever you want to say, universe. But it's when it, it I always feel that when we go with just our head and we're not going with our heart and our soul, that's where, you know, we can sometimes get led in you know different directions but sometimes that's the direction we're just meant to go so I'm just fascinated have
1: have you heard um there was one time when people were starting to talk about how you could become more aware if you wanted to uh just by knowing that you have we all have these sort of knowings right Mm -hmm. and one of them was have you ever tried to park your car and normally the street is never has parking and then boom you have right so that's that's a gift that's synchronicity or sometimes you're walking down the street well okay why don't i just use this recently there was an explosion in nashville tennessee and there was a police officer who said he was heading in a direction but and i don't know if he said i heard the voice or i had this sense or i had a knowing he said or maybe he didn't say any of that or maybe he just said i was walking in this direction towards the vehicle He said, but I had this, I'll use, I had this thought to go check on my partner. So he turned and walked away to his partner. Well, then the car blew off and everything around him became orange. And he felt, and is most likely right, that I I, want to say most likely right because who am I to judge, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that he would have died had he not gone with that, Sensation that, that, haunt, that, that feeling, let me go check on my partner. Boom. And he yes. And mm-hmm. I'm sure all of us have been in situations where we had taken a left instead of a right. Things yes. would have been different.
0: Absolutely. We
1: have to go with what we know at that time.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just one of the things that I'm trying to have people gain because um my once I started, so I, I will say the way I believe my Not saying that my marriage wouldn't have fallen apart anyway, but I went against my gut feeling this one time, and then from that moment on, I was like, "I'm never going against it." And ever since, what what was the gut feeling that you went against? So I was at this party, and every single sign from above was saying not to go to this party. Like the navigation wouldn't got us lost for like an hour, and it was you know the house was 15 minutes away. I should have just been like, you know, just go home. (laughs) But there, there, there are situations in this story that I don't necessarily want to, you know, bring out publicly, but we could, we could share this, but I, she, she made a comment to me that I, I should have been like, you go near my husband and, you know, yeah. it won't be good. Let's put it that way.
1: Okay. But that's okay. So you and, wish you had followed your judgment and not gone mm-hmm. to the party
0: or went against my or went with my gut and said what I would have said and been more aware of what was. But actually the truth is all of this was meant to happen because. Right. I, I had to be able to bring the story. that was the only way I'd be able to bring Myrony to the world. I had to go back to being myronic because my ma- my married name was not myronic. so so I accept that <laughs> You know, it's just part of it, but I will say that from that moment on i've chosen never to go against it and the most amazing things so you know we all have it and then i found out that i have a very very strong gift of claircognizance that gift of knowing so you you mentioned you're as an m an empath do you do you connect to any of the other ones of like clairvoyancy or clairsentience or clairvoyance? i don't
1: i don't know the definitions of them
0: oh Uh, okay i mean clairvoyance where you see things um where you may see a so, vision. So I
1: saw, I saw the actual blueprint of New Media Film Festival, mm-hmm. but I asked before I went to sleep, I said, how do I take all my experiences to date and create something that actually helps the community of media and entertainment? Because it was an economic crisis at the time. It was 2008, 2009. Um, WGA had been on strike for three months. And the financial crisis, like people left, people lost their jobs, people were losing their homes. That's They're, when I, I
0: lost my business. I went bankrupt in 2008. Oh,
1: sorry. Well, that's what I, I said, how can I help? I've, I've pretty much always been an independent spirit. So I feel I was more fortunate in that situation. It was my studio level friends that, you know, that's what they knew. And sometimes they were working two and three jobs. Um, getting paid that high rate. I mean, it, it's hard to recoup that, um, you know, cause they were overseeing three different shows and then had other people doing stuff and they'd oversee it. So anyways, I went to bed and said, how can I, how can I use all my experiences to help the community? And um, I've, I've always been part of technology. I actually left high school in a work study program to go to a, uh, a, 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 a place to to deal with technology, mm-hmm. which was really fun. It was fun, right? Yeah. So um I've always been a big believer of story. Uh story encodes our now in our future. And so what would you like your future to be? You'd be that, share that, tell that story now. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, um uh, I'm really. I've really been blessed. Um, PureVPN has asked me to create a video of what I just said to you, and they're putting it on Times Square jumbotron on February 7th. I know. Isn't that exciting? That's exciting. They're gonna send me a, a copy of it because I can't go sit in Times Square and just look at look at it, you know, for the whole entire day. Oh.
0: So, wow. So but you saw the vision of how you were going to create this. Oh my goodness.
1: Well, so Sometimes I see visions and sometimes I see blueprints. Okay, uh, our designed blueprints. Designed and built three homes, so that's possibly the blueprint side. But the blueprint is also lines and dots. Yeah.
0: Right. So yeah. it's kind of
1: like someone's brain on a piece of paper. Architects are gonna hopefully love that I said that. Um, so yeah, so I saw and 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 please trust that when this thought happened, pretty much nobody knew what new media was. Pretty much what I was trying to do had never been done before. Mm -hmm. And so I was what I call skirting systems. Like Mm -hmm. I would reach out to to a company that I was using their software and I'd go, well, can you help me do this? Cause I'm tired of bypassing it. It was like time, energy. And they're like, you can't do that. And I go, well, I've already done it. I'm just asking you to code it on your end. (laughs) you know so so that was that was fun and it was also exhausting I was also trying um but I mean I didn't do it on my own obviously there were people that believed in the mission that that gathered around like you know Tommy did the first year's program guide and you know David Kleiler wanted to be my chief sounding board so I could call him up and say anything which was awesome um (laughs) awesome when you can just say anything and and you get Sound sage advice. Um, you know, board members came on. Um where were we the first year? Oh, you know, I love design. Um, mm-hmm. so I chose this beautiful building uh downtown. Um and it seemed like a great fit, but then it wasn't um because some group got territorial and then threatened that guy. And then he took it out on me. So basically on the day of our show, I just said to the team, I go team, if we need a bandaid, we're not going to get it, oh. but whatever you need, you come to me and we're going to figure it out because you know, you pick and choose where you spend your energy. Mm-hmm. And you know, if I've got a bunch of guys that want to act like dogs peeing on their territory, go have fun, you guys. Cause I don't need to get into that. I've got a contract. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You don't like that. I'm doing this. They actually try to have a meeting with me and they called my girlfriend's boyfriend to call me. And he goes, you got to meet with these guys. And I go, no, I don't. And he goes, yes, you do. And I go, well, why? I have a contract with the venue. They're not part of the venue or the contract or my festival. So whatever issue they have certainly can't be with me because my agreements with the venue. And basically they didn't like that some somebody and let me say a girl, they didn't like that a girl was doing something in 3D without asking their permission. Well, one, I didn't know I needed to ask their permission, their society. Um, They actually shook down my programmer, called me up. He goes, I just got shaken down at a taco stand. And I went, you're kidding. He went, no, I go, I'm so sorry, are you okay? And he goes, he goes, yeah, but it was freaky. I mean." I'm I'm Italian, so I understand what shaking down is. We go, right. buddy, stop. Like we say stop. Right. My programmer was not gonna say that. And when I <laughs> saw who the guy was, I mean, he was big. Well, big guys don't bother me because I met Joe Frazier when oh, I was right. <laughs> and my dad was supposed to be a professional football player on a linebacker until he heard his knee before he actually, you know, went pro. So when you're this big looking at guys this big and now you're 5 foot 7 that big guy doesn't scare you which I find very amusing when they try Love to that. Intimidate. Oh yeah, when they try to intimidate I look and go dad. <laughs> so anyways, I mean, I didn't like what was going on, but I assessed, I assessed in the situation. Okay, show must go on. How do we do this show as effortlessly and seamlessly as possible?
0: That's what we did. Wow! Yeah, that is so amazing. I mean, because it, it, I, I'm, I'm just so like when people have that vision, or it's you say, blueprint, and it's like, okay, great, I got this. Now, how do we make this happen? And then you know, because so many people have that, but to be able to have created this incredible film festival.
1: Thank you. So I just say put one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. Remember the movie What About Bob? Bill yes. Murray little goldfish, poor little goldfish in a necklace, in a necklace around his neck, but whatever, hopefully it was a fake fish, but okay, so Bob's standing on his steps, and he goes, you know, baby steps, baby steps, it's literally putting one foot in front of the other, but the truth is, you have to believe in it, you have to yeah. love it, I mean, because I didn't sleep, I didn't eat, some days I just had coffee and chocolate, because that's all I had time for, you know, some days I was just in my pajamas, maybe for two days, yeah. you know, gross but you know look I you know I had to get things done but that's I think what good producers do good producers get things done keeping safety first you know because because that's what it's about um but we did we had an international art exhibit which was fantastic we we had art on walls. so we screened um films in MOS without sound on the rooftop on a brick wall um we accept all media, so we showed um, the beast in 35 millimeter, and the director told me it was the last time it was gonna be shown because it was so fragile. Oh, um, wow. And, and it's not a horror story. It's about it's it's about a beautiful monkey who's being, or chimpanzee, sorry, um, some animal advocates get very upset with me when I don't know the difference. <laughs> I still don't know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile, so I apologize. Ugh. They do, they get very mad. So either the monkey or the chimpanzee was being used Mm. for studies and the doctor was on trial. And that's what this story is about. And so the doctor was of course saying how not harmful it was, blah, 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 blah. And I can't tell you the rest of the story because it's heartbreaking, Um, but the doctor is the beast. So Mm. yeah, beautiful story from 1987. And, and he submitted it. And I said, well, why did you submit it? Because you won every award in the world. I didn't know he won the awards. We don't do that. We watch everything that comes in. And we honestly, we don't look where, who you are or well, what it's done, we look at your content. So, I even said to um, Noel, my programmer at the time, I go, Noel, sounds like it's a horror film. I've just watched horror films. Can you watch this? I can't do another horror film in a row. Mm-hmm. And we're really like down to the wire. He goes, Susan, you got to watch it. So, I put it in. And then I'm like, oh, wow, this is like not what I thought it was going to be. Henceforth, don't judge the title. Um, so, anyways, Rodney, brilliant, said to me, he said, Will you accept? like all media, whether it's distributed or not, you have no deadline cutoff. He goes, and I've got another film I'm trying to find. He goes, so I'm bringing my backers. And I was like, yes, that's why we have this festival. Oh my God. To have all these tools for you at your disposal, all these opportunities, right? We, we can hand you the tools to make the dinner. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, exactly. So you accept all media, like, yeah. whatever our
1: first year in 2010 right because it took a year to build right. right at least a year probably a year and a half but our first live in-person festival we should was 2010 we showed a 1987 film wow on 35 millimeter because it was still stunning it was still a story it yeah. was relevant yeah right And plus, some people's stories are ahead of their time. I mean, I found out he won awards, but let's say he hadn't, Mm -hmm. right? That story was still relevant in 2010. So why shouldn't his story have a voice? Like things happen, you know, like you said, your dad got ill, like maybe you finished a film and, and you couldn't deal with it for years. And now all of a sudden you come out and you're pushing it out to the world. Why should you be judged because you finished it in 2016, but you're submitting it in 2020, yeah. and a festival only gives you a three-year cutoff. Now, I believe in cutoffs in certain situations. And we're like, like we're aligning, we're collaborating with someone coming up soon, an entity, a government entity mm-hmm. um, for a global situation. Well, in that situation, we have to have a three-year cutoff because we're asking these people to tell stories about where they live
0: in Mm. the last
1: three years, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the parameter. So I just wanna delineate that everything I'm saying isn't a hard fast. Yeah, What I'm saying is my experiences to date and my thoughts and opinions can change based on, you know, experiences or learning uh, from here forward. So yeah. I'm I'm
0: curious, how many submissions do you get a year? Like,
1: So because I love intellectual property and I'm a staunch advocate to protect intellectual property and because things I have created in the past have been borrowed Mm. or claimed for their own, um, even those from within, those that have volunteered, you know, for two years and then just, no, you, you can't do that. And then somehow try to blame me and I'm like, no, you need to know what you did. No. Right. Um, so, so I just don't give up that information. Oh, just, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. So, and again, that's from my life's experiences. There yeah. are other people and, and truthfully, if, if, if some sort of place forces me to stay, I make up a number. So, it, so if there <laughs> is, a form, so if you see online that it, who knows, maybe it says a thousand, maybe it says 10,000, maybe it says 500, whatever. I made that up. I oh. made that up because there system forced me to put in a number and i didn't agree that they needed that number like they didn't need that number so i
0: I absolutely love what you are doing it's just so it's just so empowering though it's like it's so beautiful because it's just so authentic because so many parts of the entertainment industry and the film industry there's a lot of inauthenticity, as we know. And, 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 and those people probably do not know they're inauthentic. Th- that's true, too. That's true. But it's so refreshing to they rationalize their behavior. It, it's so refreshing, though, to see something um, to be a part of or, or to see you create something that's so authentic. And so like you just want to have people share their really, truly really share their stories in whatever way. And that's, that's amazing. I just, wow. So how did people find out more about the film festival? Because of course I did my research and, you know, was checking it out because I, I saw um, your film festival is usually in the summertime, correct? Is that?
1: Yep. So, uh, so new is where you go. Mm-hmm. If you want to submit, use the code. Wow. W O W all capitals you'll save 20%. If you're a student and you're submitting in the student category, use the code SCHOOL, all lowercase, S-C-H-O-O-L, and you'll get 50% off. Um, You're up for 45,000 in awards. I have judges from BBC, Marvel, HBO, Emmys, um, Grammys, because we have a music side, we have an art side, um, we have a live performance. So, we are, because of COVID and the pandemic, um, we asked our nominees, we had like about 110 nominees from probably 40 countries last year, and we asked them. And I loved I loved what they did. We, we like to keep it simple. We're like, okay, here are your choices. Have the award show now, no in-person festival. Wait until we can have an in-person festival, but that's when we have the awards. And then three was blank. Because it was like, what's your thought and opinion? And only two people responded, but they were lovely. the The responses were, you know, thanks so much for pushing through this. They voted on the live award show, so new learning curve. We had to do that. It was fun because we're like, I mean, you gotta love your board. So one of my board members called me for something, and I go, oh, I need you to make a video. 10 seconds, 30 seconds on your cell phone, just, you know, congratulating the nominees. And he goes, all right. He goes, I'll get back to you. I'm in the pool. I said, no, do it while you're in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) And he did. And it's fantastic. And then during the live chat, like people were saying, oh my gosh, this is fun. This is how the Emmy should do it. Because we went like, we were just like, he comes up out of the pool and he's like, oh we know it's hard right now you know and he goes hang in there then he takes a sip of a beer and it's like you know then we 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 asked some of our helpers that you know they love seeing the people like our registration gal our vip guy you know and so here you know and we gave them a, not a big stipend but we gave them like a little stipend um you know to help out during the time uh because they lost their job too right yeah. Um obviously um you don't know this, but we created 235 experiences that people could do during the pandemic that were free. Some was a live stream concert of an award winning jazz pianist. Some were downloading eBooks. We gave some stuff away. Uh, We had gift cards we gave away. Um, So, you know, we kept our monthly newsletters thoughtful and engaging. They weren't as informative because it was more, hey, we know you're home. Try this, try this, try this. Um, we created Ask series. Ask a producer, ask a director, ask a writer, ask a casting director. Sorry, ask an o- Oscar-nominated actress. That went really well. That was a pay what you can. Mm-hmm. So, so the silver lining of COVID, after you know, losing three friends, and that's serious.
0: am no, so sorry, sorry. Okay.
1: but it's a flu. I want you to know that in my entire life, I never lost anyone from the flu. I did lose my grandmother from pneumonia, but it's not the flu. So those that believe it's a flu, I lost three friends from COVID, not the flu.
0: Yeah, so so sorry.
1: That's okay. Moving forward, the silver lining is that we've learned all these new tools and skills. We've pivoted upon pivoted upon pivoted. So therefore, uh, this June will most likely be a, well, actually, it's going to have to be a hybrid situation because Mm -hmm. chances are by June, Um, I'm already seeing that Panasonic is not going to do a major festival that they do. I'm already seeing that CON moved to July versus May. So I have to listen to those as indicators. Obviously, safety first. Um, I just read the most recent California guidelines that it's 50 people in a seat in the audience maximum. Mm -hmm. And for some reason it said they couldn't be the general public. It had to be you know, people that are hired as seat fillers. Now, I could have been reading that wrong. I did glance through it. Maybe it was specifically just for onset versus theater audiences. But the point is, is it's only at 50. Um, You know, I'd like to, we we generally have 100 nominees, like kind of hard to have something without being able to honor all of them unless I do two nights. So we're looking at options, but it's definitely going to be hybrid. But the point is, um, please go to newmediafilmfestival.com our, we have a brand new website. We did this during COVID. We have a brand new events page. That's where you'll learn and see, you know, what you can be part of. If you want to get those newsletters free, just find it. Um, it should be on every page at the bottom. Sign up mm-hmm. for our newsletter. It's an email. Okay subscribe it's way at the bottom and when you email us and go unsubscribe and we'll unsubscribe you so that's it I mean thank you so much for having me on your show and I I'm you know it sounds like you took immense tragedy and turned something positive out of it so you know yay for you and keep up the great work and you know I just say do what you can as safe as you can as joyful as you can to stay sane in these tumultuous times.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, with those words, we're just going to end it here. I am, Susan, at some point, I'll be like, can you please come back? Because I would love Thank to have you afternoon. back and, you yeah. know, go deeper. But this was just such an honor, such a privilege. I'm so excited to share more about New Media Film Festival. Thank I you. I do have um, some people that I'll be like, you got to check this out and, you know, submit, you know, because I love the fact that you just accept all. That's just so wonderful. Yeah, and we have
1: 28 categories, classic and technological. So
0: thank you so much. That's wonderful. Well, and to everyone, that's Myronie. I'll see you next time. Thank you all for joining me on That's Myronie podcast. I hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to this podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle, but can have the biggest impact on your life. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch the Myronies appear in your life, just like the guest in my next episode. And please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and that's Myronie.com where you can share your unbelievable Myronies. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard and can take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform, it would mean so much because that is how others are able to find this podcast finally please also tell your friends and family about myrony because wouldn't it be fun to see people share their myronies on social media in addition to their selfies and remember if something happens that makes you say well that's ironic it's not ironic at all it's myronic now that's myrony see you next time